Breaking. Four-star quarterback Jaden Rashada has requested release from his national letter of intent from Florida per Pete Nakos 96. Wait, what's that? Uh, I'm being told in my ear that that's not true. That was stupid. And on three, once again, jump the gun and spread misinformation about Jaden Rashada. Crazy. We're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Brendan Olson. Welcome to Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're making, we're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, Happy-ish Thursday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work, whole nine sports, giantscountryofsi.com. And here's the thing. Um, I'm going to get right into this because it, it's it's pretty irritating at this point where this is now the second time that Jaden Machado, like I mentioned in my on three, and my uh, my cold open about on three, that that this is the second time that Jaden Machado has been, um, we'll, we'll, we'll say, has been reported on inaccurately by on three. And it's a bit of a trend. Obviously the first time was them talking about his numbers NIL wise, which the numbers were not accurate. One, two grossly irresponsible of on three to report that, that his lawyer gave them the information, not even Jaden. So grossly irresponsible by all accounts. There's a reason that Jaden Rashada no longer worked with that lawyer as well. True, and Jaden Rashada and lawyers just getting screwed over constantly. Am I right? Um, and then Jaden Rashada, obviously, his whole debacle yesterday on three posted. Jaden Rashada requested his release. What I read before was an exact quote from on three that was still up at the time of recording this. That tweet went up. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to try to get the exact time for you because I need you to know how stupid. It is that it's still up at this point. It is currently 9, 10 p.m. Eastern time. That tweet from on three went up at 4.56 p.m. It has been over four hours and that tweet is still up where on three said four star quarterback Jaden Rashada has requested release from his national letter of intent from Florida. Her Pete Nakos, Nakos, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, but uh, if they don't want to get things right, neither do I. So yeah, they, they posted that, and then almost immediately, maybe 10 minutes later, maybe 15 minutes later, reports came out from other places that are apparently much more reputable when talking about on when talking about the Florida Gators. I like on three for other stuff. When they talk about the Florida Gators, it's just it seems to be a bunch of misses lately. Um, but other more reputable places said not true, and more reputable places include. Right. Jaden Rashada's dad and Jaden Rashada even replied to Hayes Fawcett and was like, where did you even get this from? Because it's not true. So this is just one of those things where you jump the gun again because you wanted to be first and you were wrong. And look, I've been there. We know my Kamari Wilson tweet where I said he left. It was Kamari Wilcoxon because I jumped the gun. They've done it twice for the same player. It, it, it's just horrible that this is a kid who already catches a lot of flack from Miami fans and Florida fans alike because his recruitment has been so heavily followed and so so up and down. It's been a complete roller coaster. 
and he's getting all that and it's not even his fault neither time really was his fault it's the people around him and the people that he works with that have been dealing with with this issue um can't get into the details of what is actually going on with florida Jaden rashadas and il stuff um basically again Jaden did nothing wrong Jaden wants to be a florida gator and I'm not very much concerned about whether or not he will be. I think he will be. I still think Jaden Rashada will be a Florida Gator. If he's not here by Friday afternoon, end of day, whatever you want to call it, then I'll be concerned. Um, but it was kind of weird that it was, it was dominoes falling of just people not doing their jobs, not doing their due diligence. And it leads to this kid getting screwed over a little bit. It leads to Jaden Rashada getting screwed over. Uh, as far as the, the lawyer, who I won't name because I don't care to name him, but I'll tell you, I reached out to him the other day and pretty much the day that everything was coming about, I reached out to him uh, and I asked for information. I was like, hey, totally get it if you can't talk as attorney-client privilege or whatever. Um, and he told me, I, I must remain silent. And then I, I see Twitter and he's up there. He, he's not remaining silent. He, he's tweeted his best friends tweeting, beating the bookie. Um, so he's tweeting, his best friends tweeting. Everyone's tweeting about stuff. But like I said, I reached out to him. and I, I think I was very respectful about it. Um, but he said, I must remain silent. But I'm glad for him. I'm very glad for him that he can tweet at other that dude VP. I'm glad for him. Happy for him. Happy for VP too. That's dope. Um, Gator Collective side, there, there's stuff that I don't want to share because I don't know if I'm allowed to, and that's not my place. But people have, have spoken about Eddie, what, what's going on, CEO of the Gator Collective, um, and that there's maybe going to be some stuff going on there. But uh, yeah, it, it just bothers me that this kid is getting completely screwed around, and he's got TikToks being made about his story that are the TikToks are inaccurate. He's got some Dan Orlovsky was like, wait, so he decommitted from Miami and Florida now. And now he's doing this is like, no, Dan, he hasn't decommitted from Florida. He decommitted from Miami to commit to Florida, which was a flip. Um, and, and then his situation is just like in limbo. But for now, he's still a Florida Gator signing. And that could change even by the time this show comes out. Um, but it's insane that this kid is, is dealing with this situation. I'm not even looking at this from the, from the perspective of, Florida fan. We'll look at that next segment. I'm not looking at this from the perspective of I'm a Florida fan. I want Florida to have the best players. I want Florida to be the most successful. I'm going to be the best team. I'm not looking at it from that perspective. I'm looking at it from this kid is literally just trying to figure out where he's going to go to college before he hopefully goes to the NFL. And there's just constant obstacles being thrown in the way. And I understand there's a lot of people who things happen and they're like, ow, but wasn't my fault. This is actually not his fault. This is just people jumping together. It's like Dijon Johnson, how reports came out like three times of him committing to Florida and he wasn't committing to Florida any of the times. Obviously, we all kind of expected him to, but it didn't happen. And it's just people jumping the gun consistently. And it's very freaking irritating and it's very freaking annoying. And I, I just I cannot possibly express without going explicit for an episode, how irritating it is for me. Um, because again, this is just, this kid's getting screwed over and tossed around left to right. And like, he's trying to figure out his spot. And it sucks because he's the one that's getting the, the bad reputation kind of deal. 
when he's also the one that isn't doing anything. It's just the people around him, whether that's multiple lawyers at this point. Um, and, and it just really sucks for him and it kind of pisses me off. Uh, but we'll, we'll take a look at some more, more of a Florida Gators football approach and not just me ranting about that. By the way, I pretty much did not even take notes for this episode. I'm just shooting from the hip. Um, so so that that could be fun. We'll see how it goes. But today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Bet Online. And look, I don't know about you guys. Monday's national championship was like the worst championship I've ever seen in any sport where it was just Georgia pummeling TCU. Really sucked because, like I mentioned, like I know a kid on TCU and it, it sucked to see them get just walloped like that. Um, I will say I made money on it because I told, and I told you I would. I told you I'm betting the over and the over is going to hit, and the over hit almost didn't because TCU only put up seven, but the over hit. So, woohoo! But that's how I did with Bet Online. Bet Online has everything. Like the variety there is insane. You could bet on football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, tennis, everything. You could bet on award shows, TV shows, reality shows, everything. They have everything over there. One of my favorite sports. But head to the website today or use your mobile device, just like I do, right here. So learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Now talking about the rest of the situation uh obviously we're going to talk about this hypothetical of what if Jaden Rashada isn't a Florida Gator what if when all of this is said and done Jaden Rashada decides you know what not for me I'm gonna leave which hard to blame him right if he wanted to stay out west and say hey Florida folk crazy down south crazy Uh, it's hard to blame him right but We'll cross that bridge when we get there. One of the reasons I haven't been even super upset about the situation, and one of the reasons that I've openly said, I'm not going to be concerned about it until there's a cause for concern. So like I said, Friday end of day, well, at this point that you're listening to this tomorrow end of day, if he's not a Florida Gator, or if he's not enrolled, then I'll be concerned. But for now, I'm not worrying about that. I will say that the reasoning for that is, Florida added Graham Mertz, who a lot of Gators fans uh, are not super impressed with. They think of him as, we'll say unspectacular. Okay, that's the word that we'll use. Gators fans use much harsher words. But the fact of the situation is that Graham Mertz is a Florida Gator. Graham Mertz is regardless of who is on campus, Graham Mertz is expected to be the Florida Gators starting quarterback for 2023. If things go horribly, then maybe you look at a younger guy, like if Jaden Rashada's here, Jaden Rashada, maybe Max Brown, maybe Jack Miller, whoever it is, maybe you look at that. Also, Graham Mertz, two years of eligibility remaining. So he could stay for 2024 if he chooses to do so, which could be... The preference, let's say Graham Mertz has an above average season as a quarterback. And he's like, I don't know if I'm going to go NFL draft. DJ Lagway, not really ready. Graham Mertz stays. Graham Mertz starts for another year, which I know a lot of Gators fans are not stoked about. Um, I, I think he'll be better than Gators fans expect. I don't think he'll necessarily be great. I think he'll be better than Gators fans expect. But worst case, you've got Graham Mertz starting. And... 
as unspectacular as he is, I I like to think that he's a, a bit of a safer option. Not going to be a superstar. I don't think anyone's thinking that. Uh, not going to be running for, you know, hundreds of yards in a game. Not the expectation for him. But it's possible that Graham Mertz is a better fit for this offense than Anthony Richardson was. Uh, it's also something that I would like to say that I've said multiple times by now. Graham Mertz has played in the Wisconsin offense. People love to bash the Florida offense. But Gator, or sorry, Gators fans love to bash the Florida offense. But Gators fans don't acknowledge that Graham Mertz is in one of the was in one of the worst offenses in college football with Wisconsin. Sure, they can run the ball like hell. They ran the ball 60% of the time, and when they threw the ball, 20% of the time is play action. How are you going to line up in I formation or just under center with two tight ends and a running back, 12 personnel, woo, um, and you run the ball 60% of the time? Then when you throw the ball, you don't go play action. You run the ball so often, every defense would bite on that. And you're Wisconsin. It's not like your offensive line is horrible. You consistently have reliable offensive linemen. That could protect you at least enough to run play action, drop back, and get rid of the ball at some point. He was in the worst offense, one of the worst offenses. Forgot Iowa exists. One of the worst offenses in college football last year, schematically. I don't know how, as a Gator fan, you can go, this Florida offense sucks. And then you also go, Graham Mertz is the problem, not Wisconsin's 1923 pass before the forward pass was invented. Um, I'm pretty sure that's historically accurate, by the way. But Graham Mertz, 2023, 2024, you've got DJ Lagway. Another big reason that I haven't really been freaking out about the Jaden Rashada situation is that so many people said, you know, Graham Mertz is going to start in 2023 no matter what, right? Personally, I think DJ Lagway is better than Jaden Rashada. So if Jaden Rashada is not the incumbent starter for 2024 and DJ Lagway and Jaden Rashada are both on campus for 2024 and DJ Lagway seems like the type where he's going to be an early enrollee, I'm fairly certain if he wanted to, he can reclassify and get the Gainesville now, but don't think he will. Um, so if it comes down to not the incumbent starter versus not the incumbent starter, one of them is better than the other. Both are going to be on campus next January, assuming Jaden Rashad is here. I think DJ Lagway wins that battle. I think the only way that Jaden Rashad wins that battle is if DJ Lagway, one, isn't nearly as ready as we expect him to be, which I don't think will be the case. Two, doesn't pick up the playbook as quickly as we thought, which I'm not going to pretend I know DJ Lagway's IQ. I'm not going to know. Or three, Jaden Rashad for whatever reason, starts for the Gators in 2023, ends the season as a starting quarterback, and is then the incumbent for 2024, and has a bit of a major leg up there. Seems like a lot that has to happen, where I'm not saying DJ Lagway should be given the starting spot in 2024. I'm saying I think he wins a quarterback battle. I think Jaden Rashad is incredibly physically gifted. I think the dude's arm is crazy, but DJ Lagway is... Built 
different. So that's one, that's like the main reason I haven't been freaking out. I'm also a, a big fan of Max Brown, who of course is the, was the true freshman quarterback this year, redshirted. So next year he'll be redshirt freshman, but I've openly been a big fan of his. I think his tape is way better than he was giving credit for. So, hey, r- ride with it if you want to. You know, I'm, I'm not going to hate on you. We're about to talk about one of the most recent transfer portal ads for a quarterback, as in he went to the transfer portal. But first, today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, which means most people, meh, we'll say, we'll say half the people, have a New Year's resolution. If yours is about getting fit, like fairly most people have the goal of getting fit, eating healthier, whatever it is, time to include Built Bar in your plan. Now, if, if you like sweets, like moi, then that's no problem because Built Bar, guess what? Coated 100% chocolate. Just four net carbs, which is all I care about. 130 calories, so if you're a calorie counter, that's great for you. 17 grams of protein, trying to eat healthier, less sugar, less calories, more protein. Great. Still want sweets, but want to eat healthier? Coated in 100% chocolate. Trying to work out and get fit and get buff? 17 grams of protein, four net carbs. What better way to do it? That's what I'm telling you. Built Bar is always adding new limited time flavors too, so that you will never get bored and you won't regret it. Go to built or builtbar.com. To wrap up today's show, we're probably going to make this segment a bit briefer than the other two have been. Because again, like I said, I, I pretty much had no notes and I was just going off riff. Usually I have like some bullet points here. I was just like, I'm just ripping from the heart. So that's what we did. Um, but Walker Howard has recently hit the transfer portal. And Walker Howard was at LSU, which was, I will say. Um, Walker Howard, of course, from Louisiana. 2022 kid, so he was a true freshman this year. He's a four-star quarterback, fifth quarterback in the class, composite-wise. He's incredibly highly touted, right? He was QB3 this year behind Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer, who you recognize the last name Gators fans. His dad, Doug, was a Florida Gators offensive coordinator. So he was behind Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer. He was probably going to be behind... Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer for 2023 as well. So, like a lot of kids when they're buried on the depth chart, especially a quarterback, jump ship. He left. He is going somewhere. He's entered the transfer portal. I know the Florida Gators fans, once Walker Howard hit the portal, that it became, well, Walker Howard has a bit of a relationship with, uh, or well, Billy Napier has a bit of a relationship with Walker Howard. Walker Howard is from Lafayette, which obviously Billy Napier was at Louisiana, Lafayette. So that's where he went. Billy Napier made a bit of a push for Walker Howard to come to the Florida Gators um, in the end of the 2022 cycle. So Florida was pushing there. They had a little bit of momentum. People thought, oh, this might actually happen. Um, I will tell you this, I know a few people that cover LSU, go to LSU, whatever it is, I've uh, been told the expectation should be for Walker Howard to go to TCU. I think that when it's looking at that, you go TCU and then you go Florida as the second option. I, I think instantly Florida should be option two, especially if Jaden Rashada does decide to back out and leave Florida. So 
there you go. You, you've got your your two top schools for Walker Howard instantly. But like I've been told, expect him to go to TCU. I was told before, I didn't even ask the question. I was told, don't get your hopes up about Walker Howard. He's probably TCU bound. Um, and I will say that one of the reasons for that is that Jack Vetch, who you might know from some mental errors early in 2022, mainly on punt return, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Jack Betch was at LSU, transferred, and when he hit the portal, I said, look, like I want this kid in Gainesville. I, I remember saying, I was like, I think Jack Betch would be an awesome add to this offense. He's just a dynamic weapon, can play receiver, can play like a small tight end, would be dope. He transferred to TCU, and Jack Betch, obviously, with LSU previously, I was told Walker Howard and Jack Betch, guess what they are? Quote saying, I'm air quoting, but I'm telling you, this is the quote that I, I was given. Bestie pops, um, <laughs> which just seems silly to say on TV. Like, it, it's silly to read. It's sillier to say on the show. Um, so I was told Walker Howard, Jack Betch, bestie pops, which again, Take that as fun as you want. It's a silly word, a silly phrase. You can say that. But also, TCU is a pretty good spot to be. I don't care that they just lost the national championship by a ton. Would you rather make it to the national championship and get demolished or never make it to the national championship? So there's that. Also, you look at what TCU has going on right now. Max Duggan's gone. Yeah, they have a few quarterbacks that are expected to compete for the battle, but you still got to win that battle. So Max Duggan is gone. You look at what they're bringing in in the transfer portal, and they have one of the best transfer portal classes that we've seen in a long time. You've got John Paul Richardson, wide receiver from from uh, Oklahoma State, coming in. You've got Trey Sanders, the running back from Alabama, coming in. You've got an offensive lineman in Tommy Brockermeyer from Alabama. You've got, I mean, Defensive side, but Avery Helm. You've got a wide receiver slash tight end and Jack Betch in that Big 12 style. It's going to be dope. And you bring in JoJo Earl from Alabama. Those are great weapons for a team that was already pretty damn fast, already the best in the conference. You brought in, or you could bring in, all those weapons and a new quarterback to compete for you. And a quarterback that, by the way, has years, years of eligibility should he win that battle. TCU seems like a wash here, but then you look at Florida and it's like, well, guess what? We've got a ton of young high school receivers coming in. We've got two great young running backs coming in. Well, already here. You've got, I mean, you've got a couple of good offensive linemen and then question marks. And you play in the SEC. It's a lot harder, a lot, lot harder to put up gaudy stats, right? I think he's going to TCU. Uh, but I, I felt like it would be a disservice to not talk about him potentially being a Florida Gator. But that's it. Um, thanks for listening to me rant. None of this was planned, but that's what happens. Uh, we were supposed to have John Garcia on today. Instead, we'll have John Garcia on tomorrow to wrap up the week where we're talking about recruiting. And guess what? We talk about Jaden Rashada in there, too. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day, we're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators football with John Garcia. For your second listen, check out Lockdown SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university 
the University of Florida for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all my written work with whole nine sports and Giants country at SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.